Hello, hello. Test, test. Test. I'm testing. Testing Testing his microphone. It's doing it pretty well. Right. It's very good. Man, oh man. My back is killing me. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know that feeling. My shin is... I've been getting like some shin pain lately. Schindler's shin? Yeah, my buddy Adam thinks I might have some shin splints going on. Oh, shin... And I'm like, oh, Shin, indeed, that sh- that schniz does not feel good. No. It's been, un- been uncomfortable. Yeah, we definitely need to make this, like, face each other. Because if I turn this way, yeah. it, not only does it look awkward, <laughs> but I'm, like, not facing the mic and I have to, like, face the other side of the <laughs> yeah. Or I'll just stare at my computer <laughs> just... and not look at you. <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny too because I'm looking right at you, yeah. but just looking at the back of your head essentially. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, this is awkward. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> Real fucking awkward, bud. I wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Are you able to kind of like swing it so you're like along that that edge of your desk there at all is along here room? yeah is there room to kind of like there's, no there's, really. opposite, there's negative room negative i can kind of go like this yeah it's not too bad it's all right yeah. we can just be a little awkward bud a little awkward bud a little awkward dairy well i'm always a little awkward there bud you know i'm loud i'm i'm excitable yeah. so i'm too much for some people there bud i'm too Ever much watch letter kenny yeah, I like Letterkenny. Okay. I kind of, I fell off it at a point, but I uh, it just because really it just funny. got really repetitive for me. But I, I, I did quite enjoy myself along. If the way. you like that that kind of humor, it it kind of if you like it a lot, then it sticks. Like it doesn't get too repetitive. At least for me, it didn't. But I can see how it can. Yeah, it was around like season six or so where I was just like... Oh, I'm not that far. I think I'm in season four or five. Gotcha. And it's weird too because each of the first like five seasons are like six episodes or five episodes or whatever. They're all really brief. Yeah. But yeah, it was around season six or so that I just kind of fell off of it. I, I, well, it was just like between seasons essentially. And then when a new one came out, I just never jumped back in. Yeah, I'm, I need to pick back up. I watched Shorzy for a little bit. I never checked that one out. How was sure? Did it have a different type of thing going on at all? Or was it literally just like the same type of humor, just about was, Shorzy? Yeah. That makes that, sense. Yeah. You know, I assume it's most of the same writers and stuff. Yeah, it was. it's really funny. It's so funny. Of all the shows I've watched in the world, I wouldn't have guessed that that one would have reached enough status to earn its own spinoff. Yeah. I don't know. Me too. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Side note, I fucking watched Blockbuster. Ooh, did you like? I did like. Yeah. I did like. It's different. Yeah. It's not an all-time fave thus far or anything, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Randall Park, very funny. Mila Sofimera, very funny. Very funny. J.B. Smoove, bringing some heaters. He's done it, And the younger kids. I I liked all the younger kids. The whole cast works for me pretty well. Jesus, okay, what I need. I had a good time. En- enjoyed myself watching it. It was a good jam. Good jam. Alrighty. This is the first instance of malfeasance by the commissioner of what we're seeing. At some point, some Chinese food's going to pull up and we're going to pause the recording and eat it. 
Robin. He's eating his own sushi. That's the most baller thing I've ever seen. And like everyone doesn't look good naked all the time. <laughs> I love this cornbread so much, I want to take it behind a middle school and get it pregnant. Cool beans, man. I live by the quarry. We should hang out by the quarry and throw things down there. What you doing? Hey, girl. Where you going? Come on, our cats were just about to have sex. Ooh, shaking his fanny at us. <laughs> Meow. Mother, may I? Bone! Well, if you're ready, let's just start the show. Eric, hello! Hi. <laughs> Thanks for the prolonged part while I was just like giving it my best late 90s cheesy uh, talk show. I, it was, uh, it was the, it was the, <laughs> By my fart now sound peaked. Yeah, the the farts. Well, and I was yelling too. To be oh, fair, yeah, that, that's, that's a bit true. of me. I think it's more me peaking in that bar. But it, your fart is accenting it nicely. Yeah, it's like the episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother when Ted tries to get all uppity. Yeah, every time he tries to say something intellectual, <laughs> fart noises. Do- He's failing oh. at the fart noise right now. I can't do it. Right you did now. such a nice one when it when it wasn't well, necessary. They they do the one where they put their hand I- on their mouth. <laughs> yeah, that one. The uh, current lady love of my life, uh, very often while we're lying about just, like, being cuddly and cute and watching television, will, like, do that into my arm. Like, she'll just, like, lean back while my arm's around her and we'll just... Yeah. Right in there. And I always think it's the funniest thing. And it tickles, which is funny, too. Yeah, it's good. But she always gets me, because we'll just be like, right, and, like, just having a cute little moment and all of a sudden fart noise into my arm. <laughs> Yucky. It's kind of how I know that I'm super into her. There you go. Yeah. She's, you know. she's as weird as me, man. It's wild stuff. That's all you need, man. That's it. The weirdness. The weirdness. But Eric and I, on nope. this very day, on this very episode of After the Laugh Track, are dedicating this entire episode to the one and only Mike Wait, Sure. This and part two. That's true. This this will be a multi-part episode because we Potential know... Potential four-parter. Yeah. We'll, we'll see just how long-winded we get. <laughs> yeah. Today's conversation will be themed around his first two star-making vehicles, The Office and Parks and Rec. Yep, and yep. we will then later convene and discuss The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And uh, if we wind up talking for multiple hours today, we'll chop it up into The Office and for one episode, Parks and Rec for one. If we're able to contain ourselves to some semblance of timeline, then this will be an episode that contains The Office and Parks and Rec. We'll find out. Who knows? We'll see. We shall see. Do not spoil it for yourself. Do not fast forward. Don't fast forward. I guess it'll probably just say in the title. In all likelihood, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it won't, though. Who knows? I I can't tell what future me is going to do. That's true. Or or future us, because technically we're in the past of us talking. That's true. So, That's future true. us could have talked for two hours. Future us is fucking wily. Yeah. We be wiling. We be wiling. Uh, we are here, though. I'm so thrilled to talk about all the work of Mike Sure because what a fucking run. He's a G. What a run. He's I mean, an OG. He is mo- two of the biggest hits you, of this entire century. Do you know where he was born? 
Oh, he's like a Connecticut guy or some shit, right? Or Boston area? Ann Arbor. Oh, word? Yeah. I didn't even know he was Ann Arbor born. Yeah. Ann Arbor. Because he reps Boston sports. I know that. Because uh, he a... went to Harvard, I think. Uh, he's on the Dan Lebetard show with Stu Gatz a lot, which is a funny sports podcast I listen to. And uh, he's always repping Boston sports on that joint. God, that's so weird. He was born in Ann Arbor. That is weird. Yeah, I didn't know. Huh. Hmm. Which is way far from here. <laughs> so far away from where we reside, which is nowhere near Michigan or Ann Arbor. As Actually, as stated on a recent episode, we live in a bunker. We do. It is, well, that's where we record. In a bunker. Yeah. The bunker. Mm-hmm. Area 56. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be I a cute little sign. That was a stretch. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited to talk about Michael Schur. He's a... I didn't even know who he was um, when I was watching The Office and he was Moe's. I didn't realize that's who that was until I found forever. That, I found that out at some point during The Office run, but not the first time I saw Moe's. I definitely had seen Moe's a handful of times before someone was like, oh, yeah, he's actually like the head writer of the show also. Yeah. It's like, oh. I didn't know that either. Um, but I didn't even get into the office until after it was done. So, gotcha. I was uh, I was in the middle somewhere. I was I was watching the last you, you, few seasons live, but I okay. joined in in like season five or six. I wasn't at the beginning. Man, what a wild ride it would have been to watch the very first episode live. Yeah, wild ride you went on from that moment on. The the weirdest pilot, most Such cringy pilot. pilot. So cringe, so cringe. The pilot was, um, yeah, I don't. I think Diversity Day really made it worse. <laughs> it really it was does. a lot worse. Yeah, but it was it. It was one of those things where it's it's so cringy. It's like a car crash. Yeah, it's you. But, you want to watch it? It's several car crashes happening in a row. It's a car crash that a train ran into. Yeah, of a clown car. Yeah, there's so many people in that. So many people so piling many people, out, and then it just. Falling out, yeah. Clown after clown, clown after clown, clown okay. down. But I, I come to realize, or I come to hear that you have like pages of notes. I do have a couple little pages of notes, just just to kind of help us like walk through this. I, yeah. I, I wanted to make notes of myself of a couple favorite episodes per season as we kind of like walk down the seasons and just like talk about the places these shows go. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's do that. I'm we gonna can, actually ooh, turn. Oh, nice! Hey, I like this. There he's, we go. He's, he's got like a. He's got the microphone in hand like he's like on stage like he's Drew Carey on the Price is Right type of thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's actually, Come on down! Yeah, I can actually see you. For those listening, uh, usually I'm facing away from Derek because my desk faces the wall. And that's the best spot for me to sit. So, And for those watching, where's the camera hidden? Where are you? Where are you? And how did you access our bunker with Where your camera? Are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Yikes. Yikes. Fun blink reference to get yeah. into the show. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, season one of The Office kicks off with the super cringe pilot, as you referenced. Yep. Cringy cringe nation. Cringe nation. Not to be confused with Douche Nation, which we'll find yeah. out more about in our Parks douche talk nation. later. We actually referenced that when we talked about the uh, the draft. We did, yeah. Martha took both hosts. Uh, she, yeah. she got the douche 
Oh yeah, she did take both. Yeah, she got them, nation she and got them both as as her two Ira. secondary characters. She was like, "Give me Crazy Ira and then the douche, respectively." That was a good episode. It was a good episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. If you haven't checked that out, that was our that was our pilot. That was our pilot. That yeah. was where it all began here at After the Laugh Track. You can find that on our page by scrolling down. But uh, the pilot is definitely one of the stranger sitcom pilots in history because of all the aforementioned discomfort. It's just such a different show than American audiences were used to back in 2005. Yeah. So this debuted on March 24th, 2005. So I was a senior in high school at that point, wrapping up my senior year of high school. Did you see how many, did you see how many viewers it had? No. 11.2 million viewers. It did a good number its first night? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. <coughs> I me? didn't know that. Yeah, and it was written... That one was actually written by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant and Greg Daniels. I knew Ricky Gervais was in on writing the pilot. Yeah. I knew... I actually knew that little factoid. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, the pilot paired with Diversity Day is your back-to-back welcoming into this show. Just gives such oh, and they a were, viscous and clear picture. They were only five days apart. Oh, you know what? It was That's a, weird. Yeah. 24th and 29th of 2005. Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Very. But uh, what would you? what is your favorite episode of season one? Of season one? So let's see. Let's look at the season or the episodes in season one. You had Pilot, you had Diversity Day, Healthcare, The Alliance, Basketball, and Hot Girl. I think my favorite episode is probably basketball. That's my favorite episode yeah. of the season, yeah. <coughs> Pardon me for coughing, y'all. I'm coming back from being sick. It's, so. it's nice to watch Michael suck at something. By, by yeah. that point, you you definitely want the payoff of Michael Scott just getting dunked on or like generally being bad at anything because, well, man, he's just it's a so, jackass. It's such a good... There's That episode has such good writing. Like You have Michael being that unbelievably goofball, cringe boss... You have like the little sparks of Jim and Pam, like instantly. I mean, granted, this is what episode five, yeah. So you have, you still have the the sparks of Jim and Pam starting, and you have the sparks of what would eventually be Roy's big old flare up later, wanting sure. to hit Jim. Yeah, um, Jim being very antagonistic towards yeah. Roy as well. Uh, it, it's a bunch of good foundational stuff for them character-wise. It shows off that Michael Scott is a racist, right? yeah. a, a, as though we didn't know that already from Diversity Day. Just continues to hammer that home. I don't, I don't think he's racist no, he's just per a, se. He's just, he's a, just he's ignorant. naive as shit. Yeah, yeah, naive and and just does not think before he speaks. Thinking that, <coughs> thinking that um, Stanley <laughs> would be good at basketball. But in reality, Kevin, Kevin's a beast. Kevin really yeah. does does the deeds. Kevin can handle himself in the paint for sure. Oh, for sure. But it's it, it was between that and Hot Girl. I think Hot Girl was really funny too. But I think basketball just brought a lot more. Yeah, basketball does it for me for sure. And uh, I, I also think most of the warehouse staff is really funny in the limited little specs we get of them. Yeah, wasn't Patrice O'Neill in that one? Yeah, Patrice O'Neill's yeah. in the warehouse cast early R. in the R. show. R.I.P. indeed. Uh, yeah, it's the first. I'm glad that Craig Robinson eventually became like a full time regular on the on the show. Yeah, me too. It's really his career is really interesting. The way like his his early roles as he becomes 
a name in Hollywood mm-hmm. is like a funny and interesting little rollout. Because there's a bunch of like weird little bit things going on for a handful of years there where you just kind of see him in some things. Yeah. Doesn't really get to flex much of a creative muscle. He's like the bouncer in uh, Knocked Up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't let you in. You're pregnant as fuck. Like, oh, ah, that was such a good role. Or that was such a good... His character in that was really good. Yeah. I also really liked him in um, This Is The End. Yeah, he does a good job in This Is The himself. End. he plays himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my favorite portrayal... My favorite portrayal of self in that show is definitely Michael Sarah though. Just like playing like oh, a womanizing, yeah. cocaine-using piece of shit. And then he's the first one to die in the yeah. beginning. It's like, so Just funny. like, because... No one would guess that about Michael Sarah, and it's just a great way they comedically he's like, fuck with the audience. Yeah, right and he's he's sitting there like antagonizing Rihanna. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like yeah, yeah. Anyone who fucks with Rihanna, people want to see get fucked up. Oh yeah, we're all sure. Team Riri, deep at heart. Team Riri, we but, do be. Team yeah, season, season one's a short season though, which is actually interesting that both of Michael Schur's biggest hit series start with limited seasons. Uh, yeah. Uh, Parks and Rec and The Office, back to back, start with these limited first seasons. And I find that very interesting. But, Wait. Uh, yeah, Parks and Rec is all... He was in the O... What? what? He's Michael Schur was in the OC. He acted in the OC. What? He was in one episode. He played Paul. Man, thank you, Wikipedia, for that. That was unintentional. I just wanted to click on Parks and Rec. Yeah. Wait, he acted in Parks and Rec, too? Oh, he had a non-speaking cameo in season six. Yeah, I remember him being on screen at some point in season in the parks there. But Oh, he was in, also in The Good Place. In the season two of The Office... Let's see here. So season here. two, uh, you know, we, oh, yeah. the show's a hit at this point. So it comes it comes back with the Dundies, which yep. is obviously legendary status as far as Office episodes go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was written by Mindy Kaling. Yeah. The Dundies was. Yeah. You get Pam getting hammered and feeling God's presence in that Chili's. Yeah. That was the first time they kissed, too. First time they kiss. Yeah, uh, Jim is she... then all a flutter. Yeah, all a flutter. All a flutter. He's got a boner. Um, which leads us into the second episode: <laughs> sexual harassment. Sexual harassment, panda. panda. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we both went there. That's where my brain always goes when I hear the phrase "sexual harassment," Me and too. now has for like 20 years because that episode is now oh my over God, 20 it's years an old. Old episode. Yeah, yeah. Old South Park is now over 20 years old. Hmm. Yeah, 25 years of South Park spread out across like 26 years now. Yeah. Mm. There were a lot of good episodes in season two. Season two is where the bangers really begin. Like season one, it's got the cringe levels and it's funny still and it launches the show up for stardom. Season two is where the hits begin. Yeah. Like, yeah, sexual harassment. The Dundies, both bangers. Office Olympics, one of my favorite episodes. Booze Cruise. Booze Cruise, delightful. The Injury. The Client, that's a great one. Which one was The Client? The Client is the one that Michael and Jan go to Chili's <laughs> on that sales uh, oh, yeah. with Tim Meadows uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, get drunk and kiss, and that's where that begins. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I forgot that that one was back called. Back in the, the office, yeah. Jim and Co are reading the Threat Level Midnight script. Oh, that's where we get Threat Level Midnight. That pays off way yeah. later. Way pays off huge way later. Way later. But yeah, the the seeds begin planting here in season two for some of the best shit. Oh yeah. Uh, small the surface. Dundies, one of those seeds. Yeah, the the Dundies is so wonderful. Uh, every every time we get a Dundies award sprinkled into the series in whatever form, whether it's through a Dundies or in background, like oh that was my Dundee from whatever year. You'll you'll get passing references to him here and there. Yeah, and it's it's one of the wonderful running jokes of the series. Oh, and I forgot you get Casino Night in this season. Yeah, you do. Oh. I was listening finale. to, yeah, I was listening to the Office Ladies podcast when about that episode, and it was funny. They wanted them to not see each other at all before, before they started filming that scene, so that would be like authentic. Jim and Pam. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that scene lands. It's it's palpable. It's um, it is palpable, and for anyone that's ever been in love with someone that it was unrequited. You feel it in that moment. Uh, kudos to Big Tuna acting his ass off out here. Big Tuna. Do you Big know? Do you know tuna. who wrote that episode? Minnie Kaling. Steve Carell. Steve Carell wrote that episode. He wrote Casino Night. Wow! Yeah. All right. Great episode. Nice that was a great done. episode. Steve Carell is interesting to me because some actors are very much the character they play. And some actors are very much the exact opposite. And Steve Carell's in that category. So I find it interesting how he's able to dial into the Michael Scott persona. Because from what, from all accounts I've read, he's actually like a pretty, like, not only like super nice, but also like humble and somewhat quiet and introverted person in reality. Yeah. So I find it's that funny that that episode was probably the most impactful episode of that season, I would say. In terms of, like, story jumping. Yeah, it's like that and Booze Cruise. Yeah, and let's see, where's Booze Cruise? Booze Cruise Booze Cruise had 8.7 oh. million viewers. And The Client, because of that being the beginning of Michael and Jan's relationship. Yeah. And Casino... Which winds up being way more, like, I remember as, as I was watching that happen, I was like, oh, that's going to be a funny fling that ends in disaster quickly. And then the Michael and Jan thing stretches across seasons. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, they're like, that made it through like two plus years yeah which leads to one of my favorite episodes of all time we'll get there of course yep. yeah but I, I i presumed that would come up that way yeah um uh, the fight that's another season fight. two episode yep that's the one where it's, man. dwight and steve as uh, steve Girl, uh, Dwight michael yeah, michael, yeah. <coughs> he goes the, to the dojo this spills over to the dojo baby the dojo but casino and i only had 7.6 million viewers yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's the highest episode in that season was the injury, where he burned his foot on the George Foreman grill. Oh man, that's actually one of the more awkward episodes for me personally. Really? Like it's like not like it's not in the S tier of awkward, like Scott's tots and the dinner oh, party and like things like that. Scott's tots is. But it's like it's the next tier down from those where like those are the pinnacle of awkward. Yeah. This it's like the next tier down where he's just like complaining about being handicapped to a dude in a wheelchair who's just like living his life and is comfortable oh, and yeah. has built himself a I stable career that. and all that. And it's just like all so fucked. And by the end, the way Michael Scott slowly just continually rubs people the wrong way until they're just, like while they just continue to try to be polite to him yeah. until they just can't anymore is so funny. They use this device so well in the office where they get a ringer in there. 
Michael Scott fucks with him repeatedly, and then finally, like, Aah! yeah, <coughs> you are such Sorry. an insufferable jackass. Right. It's awesome. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Any closing thoughts on season two? No, just that uh, I, I think that that's where everything kind of kicked in for me. Like, season one, I, I, I hear this all the time. People are like, just get through season one. Yeah. Just get through season yeah, one. Yeah, luckily it's six episodes. Yeah. But as soon as you do, yeah. it's like something switched in the writer's room. It was like, boom. Yeah. I honestly wish that more comedies got a short first season and then an off season to recalibrate the things that don't work. Because how I think that's part of the gift that The Office and Parks have. I was going to say, how long like, was... Uh, Parks is six episodes, same as The Office. The first season was? first season is six episodes. Then they get a full season afterwards. But uh, yeah, first up, first season is six episodes. And then they go into the writer's room and they get to, they get to accent the things that did work and replace the things that don't with a very limited number of episodes out. So then when yeah. season two comes, you get a really fresh take. It's a like the biggest I'll get never mind I'll get to that Parks and Rec point when we get there let's stick, yeah. stick to the office for now because I have a great point about the way that things change in Parks that I think saves the show okay from season one to season two okay and it's one subtle change that the writers made that I think changes and I, everything I think I know what you're going to say yeah too and I'm going to try to guess it nice I, yeah. I look forward to that guess um, season three of the office oh f- uh god michael's birthday and drug testing back into season two yep and take your daughter to work day god so many hits so many hits season two is definitely like you guys ever see a foot with six ooh. with six toes <laughs> yes <clears throat> yeah and then season three opens with gay, gay. witch hunt <laughs> Start the season with some cringe. Yep. Michael outs Oscar. Oh, wait. A Benny Hunt at Christmas was two episodes? Yeah, it's a two-potter. <clears throat> oh, I didn't really, I didn't even know that. It aired as like an hour-long episode when it oh. aired. and then it was, But, you know, same way. Oh, that like, I guess it was December 14th is when it aired. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, it was an hour-long right Christmas special. Christmas, yeah. And then they cut it in half for syndication. Got it. Because back then, this was in the uh, peak syndication days and DVD sales. That was the two things. Syndication and DVD sales at this point. That's what What? series were all about. Season three had two directors that you probably wouldn't guess would be writer or directors of The Office back to back. Joss Whedon and J.J. Abrams. What? Yeah. Joss Whedon directed Business School. That's the one where Michael goes to Ryan's business school yeah yeah uh and jj abrams directed cocktails what what's cocktails oh man that's that's great um let's see oh that's the one where they have to the sign the relationship yeah uh thing him and jan yeah they go to to that cocktail party at david wallace's house yeah and uh that's the one where rashida jones <laughs> tries Dwight, to say, dwight's going around the house like <laughs> testing the foundations yeah. and like looking for ticks and shit yep and then rashida jones is com- trying to like she's pretty much insinuating she's dated everybody yeah she's just fucking with jim yeah you know my favorite thing about 
So there's like five seasons of the Superfan episodes out now. Yeah. I've watched all of them. I enjoy the Superfan. Five super seasons? Fan. Yeah. Okay. So the first five seasons worth now all have the bonus content. Yeah. And it's always like good chunks. Have you watched any of those yet? I watched a, quite a few episodes of the first first season. Nice. But I didn't watch too many. Um, because Partly because they were a little long. And it was one of those things where The Office, to me, is kind of turned into like put it in the background while I do other stuff. Sure. So committing to actually rewatching, like rewatching it and paying attention to it yeah. is kind of a big well, ask for me, but so I you, want to you do You can kind of do it. You can kind of do that because you'll not, because you know the beats of the show so well, you'll kind of naturally catch that something new is happening. And then you start tune in for a second. That's but true. it's like seven to 10 minutes worth of content on each episode, essentially. Is, but that's a lot of extra content when the original episodes are 22 minutes. Yeah, and it, like, some of them are up to like 40 minutes. I think yeah, some of them have like Some of them get, really get dragged out. Yeah. But one of the best things that the Superfan episodes do, the season with Jim and Karen dating, you get a shitload of extra Jim and Karen stuff. So you oh, really? get way more invested in their relationship. Ooh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, oh, it's good. Like, and it's mostly like good. Like, it's really enjoyable. Yeah, content. but I'm I'm curious how that will affect my thought of them breaking up. You still you still land on the side of the relationship that the writers want you to. Okay. But it does it does change it a little bit for sure. Okay. Like I, I was definitely re- more team Karen after watching it, the super fan episodes. Like okay. I'm still happy that he and because he and Pam were always endgame. You had to go. It had to be that. But it does make the Karen relationship more worthwhile. And I think we've already touched on this, but their relationship is better than their wedding. So I, I think... Yeah. I, I'm excited to see how all that... Because they get together in season four. And if you're talking about five seasons, then I'm sure season four and five have super fans more too. So that yeah, would be... More extra t- time with them as well. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to watch those. Yeah, you get more like... There's also just like interesting C and D plots that get cut entirely... That get put back in, in like the super fan episodes. Like yeah. there's there's some funny stuff in there. It's, they're definitely worth a go. Good, but good, good, good. Season three, we as we mentioned, opens with gay witch hunt. Uh, the con- was it nothing. Never mind. Um, I I now I know what you meant. Nice. Yep. He was giving me some sign language that we were at thirty minutes. Yep. Tried. Oh, nice. Tried to. <laughs> I'll just announce it for the crew anyway. <laughs> Give you a little behind the mic peel back. A peel back. Yeah, Gay Witch Hunt and the convention to start out. Mm. I love the convention. The convention such is such a good episode. episode. It's it's got both that like Michael cringe. Um, you you see how how oddly Michael is and how badly he wants to be a part of something, but you also like feel bad for him. Well, you kind of get like the uh, really you keep trying, like stop trying, Michael, stop. And Please. then at the end, nobody shows up to his party, and Jim is like. I'll come have a drink with you. It was kind of like a cool little moment. He's like, I didn't hate you as a boss. I had to leave for other reasons. Yeah. Wasn't about you, bruh. Bruh. No, it's a good episode. It's it's the first time that I actually had any sympathy for Michael Scott. Yeah. On the show ever. Uh, and, you know, it's short-lived because it's still Michael Scott. But there is, there's a little bit of you that definitely feels Well, I had a little Michael bit of sympathy now. for him for the episode The Carpet. Oh, uh, yeah. But the, his his gross-ass carpet. Got... It's a hate crime! <laughs> like, I don't think that's a hate crime. Well, I hated it! <laughs> yeah. Such a he funny line. Well, I hated it! Yeah. Yeah. What, that... was, uh, what was your favorite episode in season three? 
Uh, for me, season three, it's either um, The Convict or Phyllis's Wedding. The Convict, huh? The Prison Mike stuff. It's so funny. I'm it Prison is. Mike. Oh, yeah. That, that the is. Dementors, all like <laughs> The Dementors. Like, all that stuff is just yeah, so was a good funny. One. Uh, you said that one, or what was the other one? Uh, that one or Phyllis's Wedding. Yeah. A Phyllis wedding I actually good. forgot about entirely when I made my weddings top ten. I did too. It actually. might have got my outside looking in. I don't know if it would have cracked my top ten, but it I wouldn't have. It wouldn't have I been been considered it. it. It would have definitely probably been on my OLI for sure. Um, I think my favorite one is the convention. It's awesome. It's great. It's a great episode. It's a, it's a good one. Um. Which one's the negotiation? Why am I blinking on that one? Uh, the negotiation is the title of that episode. It is three nineteen. Yeah. What What was it about? Daryl meets with Michael to negotiate a pay raise, uh, uh, and then that's when Michael finds out that Daryl makes more money than him. That's right. That's right. Uh, product recall is the one where Andy. Oh yeah, and Jim gets punched in the face by Roy. Oh, that's that, the other part of that. Yeah. That was the negotiation one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still think the convention is probably my favorite one. Um, Cocktails is the episode that Roy finds out, and then oh, that's right. The negotiation like starts with Roy punching Jim in the face. Yeah. And then getting maced by Dwight. The job. I'm trying uh, to women's appreciation. That's a great episode from that season. I think there's more like super memorable office hits in season two than in season three. As I scroll down the list. But there's some great shit in season three as well. So I still think my favorite episode in season my episode in season three is the convention, but I think my favorite favorite part is the ending of the job, where Jim asks Jim Pam out, asks, and she goes, "I'm sorry, what did you say?" Just her face when she does that. Oh yeah, she cries, I cry. We uh, yeah, we're all shit and tears. We're all just shit and tears together. Yeah, now that that's that's definitely an iconic office moment for yeah. sure to end that season. Yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. I also like the funny twist at the end that Ryan got the corporate job. I know that was kind of funny. Which pays off well into season. No, oh. which pays off well into season four. Boom. Boom. Uh, there's definitely an outlier in this episode in this season for best episode for me. There's I'm going to see if I can winner. guess it real quick. Anyway. You will be able to guess it. I will be able to you guess will. it. The dinner party? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tell talk talk to me about the dinner party, buddy. Oh my god. Where do I start? It's great. All right. What's yours? No, I'm just kidding. End uh, description. So the the storyline there's just a, so many quotable things and like rem- memorable things in this episode like the uh the snip snap snip snap snip snap where Michael's talking about getting a vasectomy and then getting it reversed and then getting another vasectomy and getting it reversed again um and there's also the the one of the one of the moments that keeps replaying in my brain because of the bloopers is the part where he's trying to push the TV into the wall and it moves like half an inch cuz he got this plasma TV it's like 15 inches and it moves into the wall uh, like two inches. It doesn't even go anywhere. It just goes into the wall. If you want, he's <laughs> talking about like if you want to like if you're trying to entertain, you just push it I'll into just the wall. I'll just stand here for hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is funny too because TVs are so cheap now. So that's one of those that like if you watch it without the context of the fact that TVs used to be hyper expensive. Yeah. It's like 
Yeah, that's probably like a thirty dollar monitor. He yeah. has. <laughs> yeah, but the blooper, <laughs> Jim could not get past that. Like John Krasinski could not get past that tiny little thing. He died laughing every time. And uh, I think, I think uh, Angela Kinsey was the same way. Like she couldn't stop laughing. She also just couldn't. Yeah. I don't blame either actor for not being able to hold it together during that moment. Uh, that's an episode that is even more funny with the Superfan episode. Really? Okay. You just get even more cringe ridiculousness. You get more of the Dwight crashing the dinner party with his like old ass <laughs> nanny yeah. that's his now date. Like, yeah, there's, there's some great stuff about that in the Superfans as well. Yeah, and it, I don't know. I just think that one is just the most memorable for me, and it's the funniest. It might be the most widely regarded episode of The Office. Like when yeah. when it, when people talk about The Office, it doesn't take that long for Dinner Party to come up. I mean, Fun Run was also super good. Fun Run's great. Branch Wars is one of the other ones I wanted to throw out as a contender. Oh, yeah. With the invasion and the mustaches, and you get the awkwardness with oh, Jim and yeah, Karen. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. Jim just gets like dragged along by Dwight and Michael. Yeah. And that's then a good Karen sees him like hiding in the car. Yeah. That is a great episode. Yeah, that's great. Uh, did I stutter? Did I stutter? Ah, uh, man. Oh, and goodbye, Toby. Now, did I stutter is one of my favorites, personally. Like, I don't really? think it's one of the absolute best of the show. I mean, if it's your favorite, it's your stuff, favorite. The Stanley stuff is just fucking wonderful. Stanley's a fantastic character. One of my favorite lines from Stanley in, is when he was yelling at Ryan um, about... Boy, have you lost your damn boy, mind? You damn she mind. is 14. He's <laughs> like, have you lost your mind? I'll help you find it. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, probably one of my favorite Stanley quotes of all time. That's an elite tier one for sure. Uh, but yeah, Did I Stutter kills me. Job Fair is delightful. Goodbye, Toby. Uh, the, the proposal being stolen, hijacked think, by the Nard Dog. I think this might be a four-parter. Yeah, we're we're clearly going to wind up going for because we still have to talk about a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, we're still we're moving, this is we're good. halfway through the office. Yeah, we're halfway through the office. We still got to talk about characters and all that stuff. This is going to be a good episode. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Well, Michael sure gives us a lot of goods, man. He, he deserves does. he deserves this whole uh, extended tribute to him for sure. Blah 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 blah. Season um, five. Yeah. So goodbye, Toby is the season four finale. Which leads us, which first I want to kind of talk about Goodbye Toby. The, Michael has this gigantic carnival because Toby's leaving. Toby is leaving to go to Costa Rica and he just met Holly. He wants to have this giant party to impress Holly and say goodbye to Toby. And and Jim also ponies up a bunch of cash to the party planning for committee for fireworks because he decides it'd be a perfect night to propose to Pamela. To Pamela. But who does propose? Not Jim. The Nard Dog. The Nard Dog. To Angela. Swoops in. Yep. That relationship never it's made a lick of sense to me on the show. Not at all. Like, and that's what makes it work so well for a comedy series. Because, like, from second one, you're just like, this is obviously a terrible relationship. And yeah. it lasts for a long time. It lasts up until it goes Moroccan mid, Christmas. Yeah, it goes from, like, early to mid-season four to, to mid-season mid five. five. Yeah. Well, leading to the duel. Yep, the duel. Oh, my God, the duel. I guess, I guess like, uh, almost mid I forget that the it's like middle, a third. I forget that the middle seasons of The Office are like close to thirty episodes. Yeah, 
Oh my god, holy shit, that was this yeah, 28, 28 episodes. episode season. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Season 3, season 4 is 20, or I'm sorry, season 6 is 26, season 7 is 26. Holy crap. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's insanity. Insanity. But, no, the, their relationship arc, super funny stuff, takes a while, plays out patiently. <laughs> um, it's very awkward. Michael getting Holly in his life. I like the whole, the whole dynamic with... The thing that I like the most about the dynamic between Andy and Angela is Andy is all, Andy's like, yeah, she let me get to second base. She let me kiss her on the forehead. Yeah. Like, that's their second Dwight's base. Meanwhile, banging her. Yeah. In, in the stock room. Yeah, like, just like in the, at Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> such silliness. Uh, I never thought while I was watching The Office until Holly came along that... I'd ever cheer for Michael in any romantic encounter because I would oh, just, I know. I've just, I just always assumed I would always think that that woman can do better. Oh yeah. And that, but for some reason, Holly just works for him. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the season is, where they went to the Dave and Buster style restaurant? Oh, we'll get to that. That's, that's, that's later. In, okay. That's, that's in season six. I want to say, yeah, season six. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get there because that's one of my favorite episodes. Also, it is a great episode. It's a great episode. Uh, Golden <clears throat> Ticket is in this season. Moroccan I love Christmas, as you mentioned. Golden Ticket. Golden Ticket's so funny. Yeah. Oh, and then the Michael Scott Paper Company is in this season. Oh yeah, one of my one of my favorite uh, stories of the show. Yeah, with Dream Team, that's where they get everybody together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unite, unites the team. All that stuff's great. Golden Ticket. Blood Drive is a cute episode, sort of. Cafe Disco. A weird. Cafe Disco is a Cafe favorite. Disco. Yep, love that. Lecture Circuit, both parts. <coughs> what was oh lecture lecture circuit? That's when he he goes on the the circuit with uh, Pam and Pam reads the thing and she's like, to... "It's not over, Michael." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. well, that was the end of the second one, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the first. Ooh, that one actually ended two days or that aired two days before Valentine's Day. Soup's cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get new. Bo- Idris Elba and his run in the show yeah. begins here in episode 20. New boss. His magnetism with all the women in the office is so funny because he's just like, yeah, that's one of the most handsome men alive. Of course, they're all just like, yeah, hey, Charles, I, what's up? I love uh, when Charles calls for Aaron. Her her name is Kelly. Yeah. Her, her name is Kelly Aaron. Something, I can't remember her last name. Aaron's last name. Harris? Yes. Or, yeah, something like that. But her first name is Kelly, and every time he would call for her, Kelly, other Kelly, Indian Kelly would walk in and be like, "Yes, Charles, you, you wanted mean, me." <laughs> yeah, her explanation afterwards, yeah. of like, just I keep repeating, "He wanted me." Yeah, and then what Jim says, "Not the worst idea." Yeah, <laughs> Jim's mildly, Jim's mildly impressed by this yeah. one as far as Kelly Kapoor antics go. Kelly Kapoor, that was her last name. Well, that's that Kelly's last name, yeah. Kelly yeah. Aaron, I think. Her, I Kel, think Kelly Aaron's last name is Harris. Yeah, I mean, either way, she's Aaron now. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> she's like, I can just call you by your middle name. She's like, well, my middle name is Rajni Ganda. and then Kevin goes, I thought Rajni Ganda was a boy's name. <laughs> Oh, man. We have not talked about Kevin. Have all. not talked about Kevin. Let's give Kevin his flowers real quick. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Kevin well, Kevin really is 
the epitome of everything you want in like a B level character. The, the like, actor that plays Kevin is nothing like Kevin. No, Brian, whatever his Brian name is, Baumgartner. Yeah, Brian Baumgartner. Thank you. Uh is like multiple years in a row the uh, most frequent most uh, frequent actor on Cameo. Yeah, he does like a shitload of cameos yep. every year. Yeah. Uh, likes doing that. Yeah, I've seen him on sports podcasts and shows before and stuff. We need to get Brian Baumgartner on here. Yeah, let's let's aim for that. Uh, yeah, so more as <laughs> more as the multiverse, we're actually targeting Brian Cherry. Yeah, I we are, you said that in one of the yeah. Episodes. I'm a very aggressively in team. Let's get Brian Cherry on more as the multiverse. Tri- have you tried? We haven't. We haven't tried yet. We got to okay. build some clout first. So maybe we can set Brian Baumgartner as as a, as a clout, clout goal for us. We have no clout yet. Okay. But we work on the clout, and then we get Brian Baumgartner. All right. That's a goal. You heard it here first, folks. Live production meeting on the air. Well, let's do it. Brian Baumgartner. Shout out if you're out there. Yeah. Excuse we- me, I burped. Um, yeah, and Blood Drive is also another good one in this season. Yeah, Blood Drive's great. Because you meet, um, I can't remember the actor, the actress's name, but the chick that was in the, uh, she's married to... Oh, fuck. Mark Duplass. She was Kate in um, The League. She was married to one yeah. of the guys in The League. I can't remember. I also can't remember her name, but she is very funny. Oh, man. Did you guys hear that duck fly through the room? How weird. On a wooden chair. Farts, people. Oh. Always funny. I was not prepared for that. That's staying, in, that's staying in that. I don't care. I want oh, yeah, we'll to see it. the peak right there. <laughs> Did you hear that duck? <laughs> that duck flying through. So weird. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Golden yeah, Ticket. That Golden was a good ticket. One. Golden Ticket is outstanding. His fucking suit, his Willy Wonka suit is so funny. Oh, yeah. Frame Toby. That was a funny one, too, when they tried to put, uh, what was it? What kind of salad was it? Oh, it's, yeah. They tried to make it look like weed. It it's was like a caprese like, salad. Caprese salad. That's it's like a caprese salad. Uh, broke. Prince, oh, Prince uh, Family Paper made me sad. I declare bankruptcy! bankruptcy! Yeah. I actually still say, when I hear people say the word d- declare, I still regularly will break I off and I declare bankruptcy. Uh, and Cafe Disco, as you mentioned, one of my, one of my favorite episodes. And then Company Picnic grounds us out for season five. And that's a cute moment. That, yeah. That's yet another great moment that's way better than their wedding. Didn't he yet say... Yet another Jim and Pam moment that's way cuter than their wedding. Wait, which moment? Uh, when Jim finds out that Pam is pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that was that episode. Yeah. I was more thinking about Michael Scott, how he's, I think, I don't know if it was this episode, but in one episode he talks about how he's trying to take it slow. I think it might have been this episode where he's doing like a a confessional or whatever. Oh, no, that's like earlier in their romance. That's like he's trying to, Jim's advice to him about Holly is to take it slow. Yeah. And he's like focused on that in their early romance. This is the one where he and Holly are working on. Yeah, they're working on the skits together. Yeah. And they accidentally announced that one of the branches is closing. Yeah, but there was, I think he had, there was, there was a, a thing he was talking to the camera. I think it was because he realized that she's with. Oh, yeah. He's just trying to be her friend. or Yeah, whatever. yeah. You're right. I do think there's some type of ranting about that. But it's very small, but I think it's good. Yeah. 
Great episode. Great season oh, finale. And then we get into season six. Season six. Begins with gossip. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. This is the one where the, the three interns start. One of them was Clark Duke. Who yeah. Is great. Yeah. So Hello, Clark Duke. This one starts because Michael's trying to help dilute the rumor that Jim and Pam are pregnant. Oh, yeah. So he starts spreading other rumors, rumors but one yeah. of the other ones he makes up also Was happens to be true. Stanley about is Stanley. cheating on his wife. Yeah. yeah. So Michael accidentally uncovers Stan's infidelity, Stanley's infidelity in that process. Calling him just Stan felt weird just now. Stan's? Like, I just wanted to say Stan's, and I was like, I don't like that at all. It's Stanley. Dwigged. Yeah, <laughs> dwigged. Like, I don't like that. I don't like calling him Stan at all. I gotta keep the Lee is very important there. Uh yeah, Niagara, the two part wedding, which Eric and I are. I'm surprised that we're both underwhelmed by that. I yeah. always thought I was alone on that. No, because I do think the it core was good... wedding is so adorable. Like yeah. the core wedding itself, the real one at the, on the boat. Yeah, is beautiful. Great, fucking beautiful. But, but it's the, a lot of the B stories around it that just don't work for me as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was still a good episode. Yeah, it's good. But I feel like it could have been better. Agreed. Um, let's see. You get see. the promotion where Jim uh, gets promoted to co-manager. And then it goes into Koi Pond where <laughs> Michael trips and <laughs> Jim doesn't catch him and he falls into the Koi Pond. Yep, yep. That's and he comes back and he's all wet and they're like, Michael, what happened? He's like, it, we got, it was storming. It's like, it's not raining out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mafia. That's a that's Mafia. A, that's a I great love season Mafia. six episode. Wait, did we did we say what our favorite episode was in the last season? We didn't. Oh yeah, hit me with yours. Uh, let's see. I think it might have to be Cafe Disco. I respect that a great deal, sir. Or the duel. Ooh. I think it. Yeah, I think it might have to be the duel. Both great. Um, a couple others for me, either Crime Aid. <laughs> Crime Aid, yeah. Or Prince Family Papers, one that we didn't talk about that I also just really I like. think that episode is kind of sad. It is kind of sad. He's trying I to like shut it. down this small paper company. Yeah, but it's, it's also very funny. Like, oh. Doesn't he end up doing it? Yeah, oh, he pulls it off. Yeah, he gets yeah, like he all the of their, he gets their entire client list. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, <coughs> yeah it's, me. mess, it's messed up stuff. Yeah. Yep, those are good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, and then this is this season is one that has Scott's Tots in it too. Yeah, it does. So Scott's Tots oh, in the man. elite tier of awkwardness, along with the dinner party. So it's probably awkward. the only one that is as awkward as the dinner party. Like it's I didn't even the think only the dinner party that was that awkward. I just thought dinner party was really funny. It's all. It is very funny, but it's it's definitely maximum cringe. Like Scott's Tots to me. The part where he's sitting in the chair and they're dancing and stuff, and then the whole time, like, I am physically cringing. Like, I, there's been many times where I skipped that part because I did not want to watch that part. Oh, I skipped that episode, like, half the time I rewatched the show. Yeah, I don't, I can see it. I'm just like, nope, it's too much for me. This is too much. It's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Carell plays it so perfect, and then those kids, oh, oh my, it's crazy. And he gives them, like, laptop batteries. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Mafia is really good though. What's the lover? Is that the The Lover is the one where he finds out that she's married. 
Okay, so what's the episode? What's that one episode where they go to? Oh no, I'm sorry, I have that totally wrong. You do. Uh, oh, that's when Michael reveals that he's dating Pam's mom. Oh yikers! No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Hour is the one. <coughs> happy Hour is the hour. one where they go to like the Dave and Buster's kind of. This is where I want to give more kudos to Kevin. This is a Kevin is a VIP of this show episode. In Happy Hour? Happy Hour. Because his whole plot is that he heard that sometimes women who are still going through <laughs> oh, lactation yeah. hear a baby's cry and be begin to lactate. So, so he spends like, the whole episode just crying at Pam, trying to get her to lactate. And then at the end of the episode, it works. Specifically. Yeah, just like literally just walking up to Pam and just going, Wah! Yeah. And, yeah. and it works at the end. Yeah, uh, but and you also, he looks also, at the camera. Yeah, you get Date Mike. Date Mike. Nice to meet me. Yeah, nice to meet me. Uh, which, strangely enough, Date Mike pulls the hot owner of the bar successfully. Yeah. Which is funny because not Date Mike would have got the other girl. Normal Mike would have gotten the other girl. Yeah, not, normal Mike was getting the normal girl. Date Mike earned the woman who wants to cheat on her husband. So, yeah. you know, it's uh, Yeah. Date Mike is the douche. Mega douche. Yeah. So funny. With though. a Kangle hat. <laughs> well, fucking the fucking Kangle hat. The unbuttoned, oh, the unbuttoned shirt. shirt. Yeah, which what is funny because like now unbuttoned shirts with suits are becoming a thing. Yeah. Like you're seeing it more, but then was not a cool look. No. <laughs> Especially <laughs> with a Kangle hat. Yeah. Uh, the cover up. Michael thinks his girlfriend's cheating on him, and then finds out. Oh, she's married. Oh. Oh, that one. <laughs> that one was written by Rain Wilson. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And Steve Carell wrote Secretary's Day. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the other writers. Yeah. For the, or I'm sorry, those are directed. Directed by. Right. Directed by Rain Wilson. Written that by makes Steve. Sense. Or directed by Steve Carell was Secretary's Day. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Secretary's Day is a very funny episode. Uh, Oscar's video comparing Kevin to the Cookie Monster. Which one was that one? Funny, in? That's in Secretary's Day as well. Oh yeah, that's a funny little bit of that episode. Which one was Body Language? That was right after Secretary's Day. Body Language. Twenty-three. Yeah. I can pull it up. Oh yeah, that's the one that uh, Dwight. <laughs> Dwight convinces Kelly Kapoor to get enroll in the uh, minority training program. Oh, uh, yeah. He also gives Donna a Victoria's Secret catalog. <laughs> oh, this is the one where where she where Donna comes to the office to try to buy a printer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like doing the PowerPoint presentation, and it just shows sex <laughs> on the screen for like one second. Yeah, this is a good. This is a. I feel like the season was. It was kind of like a a mid tier season. There were some good episodes, but I feel like. I agree with that assessment overall. As I look over the list, um, no, like Happy Hour is one of my favorite episodes as well. Like oh, period, Happy Hour is in my elite tier of episodes. It's up there. Um, there's, there's a John couple Krasinski, of really great ones in this season, but John Krasinski directed the Saber episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I your... love all the saber stuff. Me too. Like, I think, uh, I think it's done in Mifflin and Sabre. I think Joe is so funny. Like her oh, character yeah. is delightful. Uh, uh, Robert California convincing her to get the, to give yeah. her give him her job. Yeah, hilarious. Great. 
Um, what's your favorite episode in season six? It's probably happy hour. I it is. I it's happy hour for sure. Um, if I was going to pick another too. one that's not happy hour, um, it's probably mafia. Mafia. I think. I think mine might be mafia because it just it has the gabagool. The gabagool. Yeah. He said he wants the gabagool. I want my steak, and I send, if not, I send it back. If, it's not, if the blah, salad's blah. on top, I send it back. All oh, that shit's so funny. Yeah, Michael just Michael when he suddenly decides he wants to be more like someone and tries to mirror them. It's always so funny. Yeah, like which episode? I don't remember what episode this is from, but the episode where Michael is uh, Pam's talking about. She can always tell what movie Michael's watching. Yeah, based on the way he's behaving, but he never gets to watch the whole movie at once. Yeah, so then he comes. He's acting like Devil Wears Prada, and then he comes out later, and he's like, "I'm sorry." Yeah. He's, Oh, he finished. figured out that she's the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. He, he didn't know Meryl Streep was the bad guy in that movie. Like Manushka. Manushka. Yeah. Makushla. He's watching Million Dollar Baby. Oh, he's going to try to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Such a great cold open. Yeah. Um. So the last episode of that season is Whistleblower, which then leads into nepotism in season seven. Whistleblower is fucking funny. It is. Whistleblower is really fucking funny. Woof.com. Um. Yeah, we're we're we need to go a little quicker, there, bud. Ah, oh, it's okay, bud. There's no hurries to be had. There's the people no, got nothing but time to just listen to us ramble about things we like. No hurries. That's true. No hurries at all. Well, we just have what two seasons? Yeah, three, three seasons, seasons to go. Jesus yeah, Christ! So nine season series. We're in the final three here. We're getting well, through we, it. We can we can go through these ones pretty quickly yeah. here. Yeah. No. Um, so se- season seven, some great stuff there, bud. I had oh, this had like. The whole Andy's play, Andy's play stand was good. Out. Yep, um, it had uh, the whole thing with uh, Michael and Holly's relationship blooming, and yeah, uh, the Michael proposal, yep. followed by the announcement that he's moving to Colorado to be with her family. Uh, garage sale is the one where he proposes, which was actually directed by Steve Carell. That makes sense. One of his final episodes there. I actually, that's probably Threat Level Midnight's amazing. So it's my two two favorite episodes are between Threat Level Midnight and Garage Sale, for different reasons. Like Threat Level Midnight is like the big payoff for his. Yeah, super hilarious. Yeah, and then uh, Garage Sale is you get you get the Michael proposal, but you also get like this whole B story with like. Uh, Dwight trying to get like ups, uh, up everybody to get like the biggest thing there and Jim takes it for this little bag of beans yeah fantastic uh, yeah, yeah. And story then even like even at the very end Jim like uh, swaps out the potted plants with ones with like massive yeah. plants and he does them. like a little heel click yeah, in the air yeah. Heel click. yeah it's so good yeah I like that, yeah, because you think the prank has ended. He He's bested Dwight. He's like, no, 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 the prank is not over yet. We're going to make Dwight think these are real as long as possible. And then I completely forgot about... <coughs> um, PDA. That's PDA a delightful episode. I completely forgot that Goodbye Michael, like, he kind of just did an Irish exit. He does. Except for, like, a few people. Pam catches him. Pam catches him. Jim finds out. Yeah, Jim, yeah, Jim and Pam are the ones to find out, basically. Yeah. Um, that goodbye gets me. That's another moment in the show that that will make me cry more after the night. With Pam, with yeah, it's, it's Pam and Michael's yeah, goodbye yeah. to each other in the airport. In the airport, yeah. Yep. That one, that one gets me. It's a beautiful moment. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Michael's last dundies. Yeah, a lot of great episodes. I, I would say this season has more memorable episodes than season six. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, the search committee stuff's wonderful. All the cameos you get in the All search those committee. Cameos are great. Jim Carrey, Ray Romano, like yeah. you get some A listers coming in. Uh, who's the Will Ferrell's well, the boss for a handful not, of episodes before yeah. that? Because um, first he gets the job, then when he gets like uh, D'Angelo Vickers is his name on the yeah. show. Who is I'm Will Arnett was also a cameo. Will, yeah. Will Arnett. I was, yeah. gonna, I was trying to be. I was be like, "Who is Job from Arrested Development?" <laughs> I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. Yeah. Uh, the Inner Circle. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, Search Committee was a good final episode, and then sadly, we had to say goodbye to uh, to Michael Scott in this season. We did. We did. Honestly, I I'm not upset at the rest of the seasons. You know what's funny about it? Like, they get a bad rep, and I do think there's a lull, but I don't even think it's a full season worth. No, it's like a few episodes. There's a lull in season eight. But, like... Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's like post the Florida stuff, the back end of season eight and into season nine gets, like, a little murky. But, like, a lot of seasons... When Andy's out to sea or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, actually, so... That, that's actually a good moment to recognize. The show's biggest crime to me, of all the things it did in its later seasons, was you spent several seasons rebuilding Andy Bernard from the ground up, making yeah. him slowly likable over time. Like, you yeah. take Andy Bernard as writers from just a complete ass bag to, like, a yeah. redeemed... From we're punching the for wall. Him and, yeah. We're, going we're to cheering anger management. for him and Aaron as a couple. Yeah. Like, we're cheering for them as an audience... And then because he leaves to do a movie and then comes back, the writers are like, we're turning him back to a dick bag. And they just yeah. like turn him right back into an asshole after all that. Remember and what you told me, me about nuts. Modern Family? About Adam Devine and Modern Family? Yeah. He went to go do a movie and they kind of just stopped that relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Same Kinda thing like here. Where it's yeah. like, he, had, he was going to have to miss some episodes to go to that movie, so they made him the most fucking terrible douchebag again. Yeah. He does get one of the best lines of the show in the finale. If not, like, the best line of the show. Which one? I mean, we can get to it. We'll get to we'll it. We'll get to it, yeah. But, yeah, I, that's I, I loved all of that's the seasons. That's a crime of seasons eight and nine that sticks with me. Yeah. But I, I do love crawl. all the seasons. Uh, I'm also happy it ended. Like, I'm glad it didn't go on for a tenth or even more seasons after. Yeah. That was one that needed to wrap up. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's talk some some more details about season eight here. Real yeah, quick. so season eight had some good. Up, I think it had some good post Michael episodes. Garden like, party's wonderful. <coughs> garden party? Are you mean pool party? No, well, I also oh, garden, pool party. Garden but. party was the. Oh my god, garden party was great when <laughs> when Jim kept like leaving and coming back, and he kept announcing him as. Mr. Jim Halpert. And yeah. he leaves. All of Jim's weird rules for throwing Jim, a good garden party Jim, that Dwight's obeying. Jim, and P.P. Halpert. Yeah. So funny. Uh, Gettysburg is delightful. Mrs. Like, California. That's a good one, too. Mrs. California. Because I, I like the dynamic between Robert California and um, Andy in that episode. How Andy's trying to figure out what to do, and he can't figure it out because he's getting mixed signals from Robert California. Yep. And meanwhile, his wife is just like the most delightful person. It's just, it's delightful. Funny. Yeah. Delightful. That stretch of Gettysburg, Mrs. California, trivia, pool party. Well, there's a Christmas episode in the middle there as well. But yeah. 
that little stretch is a hot stretch of show. Yeah. I mean, I still really enjoy fucking awesome. That's my favorite episode of the season is pool party. That's probably mine as well. The floor. If, if it's not that it's after hours, the second part of the Florida adventure. That's the one where you see the end of it is like Jim's trying to get her uh, Kathy yeah, out of his room. Yeah, Kathy's trying to I seduce him. I love that episode too. Yeah, yeah. Kathy's trying to seduce him. Jim gets Dwight to come help eventually. Yeah. Claims there's bed bugs and like there's a whole thing. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> he takes off all his clothes and jumps in the bed and tries to get super warm. And then it ends up with like him and Jim just sitting and eating ice cream in the bed. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, an allusion to one of your BFF duos that you uh, ranked in your best friends top 10. Which was? Jim and Dwight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. a little shout out there. If you haven't yeah. listened to that episode, dive deep into our catalog. You'll find it. For shizzle, dude. Trivia was also a funny one. Trivia is awesome. Yeah. So funny. Because uh, the B team won. Or yeah. no, there was the C, the the, C the team. The C team. Yeah, the, and then they get the all book. cocky and go to another place and they lose miserably. Oh, they get smashed. But yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great one. The Florida antics across the board. Florida Stanley. Florida Stan. Florida Stanley is a fucking G. Florida Stan. Does he go by Stan in Florida? No, so, but I just you said Stan earlier. <laughs> I was like, does he go by Stan in Florida? I forgot that part. All the Todd Packer stuff in Florida is really yep, good. Todd Packer stuff. Dwight needing hernia surgery and then still trying to come back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the? Was her name Nessie? No. You're close. Nelly. Nelly. My brain just shut off. Yeah, the whole Nelly stuff with with like Dwight and Todd Packer like fighting for Nelly. She is a funny. great addition to the end of the series. She's yeah, so funny. She is really funny. She was really funny in Doctor Who as well. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of end it with the fa- the free family portrait studio, which is also funny. Oh, yeah. Angry Andy, the episode that Nellie's just like taking over the manager's chair while oh, Andy's yeah. away. She's yep. like, I'm just going to take over his job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Family portrait studio. Really funny. What was your favorite episode in that one? I think I'm with you that it's pool party. Pool party, yeah. Um, if it's not pool party, maybe after hours. I think after hours is really good too. I think it might be a tie garden, between those. Garden For, party is really good. It, I think it will be one of those two depending on my mood. That's fair. Yeah, yeah I get that. Um, yeah, and then it starts off. It's season, season nine, nine with the final season. New guys. What yeah. those new guy? I can't it's remember. It's the one that you meet uh, the two younger guys, the you, Jim and Jim and Dwight. Two point, young Jim and young Dwight, as everyone nicknames them eventually. Oh, it's that's like the right. Kid from Hot Tub Time Machine. That was Clark the, Duke, and, and the guy that winds up dating Aaron. Yeah, it's not the guys I was talking about earlier. I remember the other guys. Right. It was like the the really skinny, lanky white boy. The yeah, little, I forget little the Asian nickname. boy. I forget the nicknames they're given. Can't <laughs> I just said little Asian boy? That sounded so bad. Clip it. Don't, <coughs> don't do it. I'm dying. Ooh, Roy's wedding was also a super good episode. Roy's wedding is a good episode. Yeah. I like how Pam shows up eating a banana and she doesn't know what to do with it and gives it to the guy who's like giving out drinks. And then he like sings to his new wife and she's like, "What the hell?" It's funny. Oh, Andy's ancestry, where he Andy. thinks he's related to Michelle Obama. That's good. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh my god. It is insane to me. Okay, so Michael's last episode was Goodbye Michael, right? Yep. 8.42 million viewers, right? Yeah. And it kind of dips 6.9 for the next episode, 6.45, 7.29 for Search Committee. And then the next season after that, 
the first episode the list in season eight was 7.6 million viewers and then it just steadily goes down where the fam- free family portrait studio was 4.49 million and then you get down into season nine and it like the lowest is 3.25 and that was living the dream no 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 that was paper airplane whatever that one is Mm. Paper airplane. Oh, it was the airplane contest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aaron is intensely competitive. <coughs> yeah, sorry. I keep coughing. I'm just getting over being sick. So. Yeah, he's getting over some 60s. It's fine. Trying to turn the, turn the mic away. But yeah. No, some great episodes in this, but. What? Guess who directed the work bus episode? Who? Brian Cranston. What? Yeah. Nice. Good the for him. Brian Cranston. The Brian Cranston. That's such a weird thing. John Favreau directed Moving Out. Uh, Vandalism is a funny one with Jim and Daryl living together in Philly in the oh, yeah. like, secondary apartment. Yep, that was good. And Jim's a slob apparently. Mm-hmm. Didn't see Jim being a slob coming. Like that no. one. That one didn't really feel like it fit his character. Jim always struck me as like a somewhat tidy dude. Yeah, I really like Stairmageddon too. That's a funny one. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin is fucking furious about the stairs. Not having it at all. Stanley hated it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I still think Work Bus is probably one of the better episodes this season. I mean, I think the finales are the best episode. The two part finale is yeah. respectively the best of the season. A A R M. If like, and the finale. No, just the two episodes that are finale. So I know, but I I uh, I was thinking like the last four were really good. Oh yeah, Th- those are really good also. Um, a thing I don't like in this season, it's funny because I like it in concept, but I don't like the way it plays out, is, like, the boom mic guy falling for Pam and, like, yeah, that whole well, story. So the thing of that, okay, let's let's wrap about that for just a sec. I don't know if he was necessarily falling for Pam, because they never said it. It seemed like it, but I feel like he just, it's weird, because... Part of me wants to think that he just found her as, like, a really good friend. Doesn't he, like, her. make a play at her at some point? He's like, well, I left my wife, and he, like, makes a play at her. No, he he showed up to brunch with that Jim and Pam were meeting them. And he showed up, and then that's when he told them that she left him. And then he started crying. And then they kind of felt bad for him. And then later on, she went back to his place to kind of talk to him about all of the... Um, like how much they recorded and stuff, like how much they actually like content they actually got, and then she gets mad and like storms off. That's yeah, but I, I thought that's because he like makes a like he like says something to her. I don't remember. She gets mad and storms off because he like may he like says something to her. That's like somewhat promiscuous or provocative, if you will. I just I don't think it was I don't I don't know. I thought so, but I'll have to. I'll, I'll, I'll have to I, I, I think, out of curiosity. I think it could be mis, mis or uh, interpreted that way, but I don't think that's how he meant it. I think. Fair enough. That was all I, I always took it anyway. Um, but yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, that didn't play super well for me. In general, the attempt to drive a wedge between Jim and Pam that suddenly and that late in the game just doesn't work that well for me. No. Because it's that and, like, I think the Pam, best time with, Pam's refusal to, like, go to Austin with him and then him giving up on his dream for her 
it pays off well in the finale because she flips the script and sells the house and like does the things. We'll talk about the finale in a second. Yeah. But the build up to that makes Pam feel frigid and cold. Yep. And that's yeah. tough. And that's a tough break for me with a couple that up until then has been largely just like perfect. Which honestly, I feel like they should have done that earlier. Yes, that's that's my core problem with it. Is like you've gone this long with them being the perfect couple. Why rock the stability now? I think they tried to do it with Kathy in Florida. Oh, yeah, and just didn't work at all. It just didn't work. Well, there was just no believability that Jim would ever cheat on Pam. I mean, there's no believability that Pam would cheat on Jim. Sure. Which is another thing. Yeah. So that if they if they planted little seeds earlier, maybe it would have been more believable. But I don't know. Yeah. Make, maybe make the guy, who, the boom mic operator, maybe like show him earlier in the this, in this show. Yeah, it always just feels sudden and weird. Because, like I said, I like the concept of, like, this camera crew that's been following these people around for years and years having personal relationships with oh, the yeah. people that on makes camera. Sense. It does make sense. Yeah. That part plays for me. It just doesn't play out in whole. Yeah. One more episode I want to give a shout-out to before we talk about the finale, because yep. I do want to spend some time specifically on the finale, is Lice. Lice is a really funny one. That is a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Uh... Yeah, Pam lets Meredith take the blame for the lice that she brought in to yeah. the point where Meredith shaves her head. Yeah. Puts all the bunch of wigs on. Yeah, all really funny stuff. Yeah. The actress that plays Meredith, kudos to her for just like taking punches on this show for nine she's years. She's hilarious, too. She's, excuse me, she's very funny. Yeah. But she's just a punching bag on this show. Like, she people is. talk so degradatory about her. But yeah, great stuff. And now the finale. This is one of my favorite series finales of all time. They they huh, end okay. strong. They I do. Would, it's not my number Mer- one. Meredith Palmer, um, Kate Flannery. Kate Flannery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has a good episode of New Girl as well. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's a she has a funny role on that, and, and she's a funny appearance on. God. Oh, Bob B nine nine. She has a funny episode. Uh, yeah. She has a funny episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. She's like the head of the sanitation department that's on right. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, that's right. And they're trying to get her to send in some people to clean to up clean the, the office. ridiculous mess. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that Charles made baking or some shit like that. But no, it was it was when uh, I think it was when the custodians went on strike or they couldn't pay him or something. Yeah, but then with Charles has a major. It, it starts with that, then it gets made worse by like someone has a major incident as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does start with the custodians. Yeah. You're right about that. But anyway, the finale. Yep, we'll spend a couple minutes on this bad boy. We jump forward into the future a little while after. Um, we see Daryl arrive in a limo. Things are going well for him. We're led to believe for chunks of the episode that things are going really bad for Andy after he told... Oh, we didn't talk about that. Where he Him went to do the, that, uh, that the show. talent show or whatever and yeah. becoming an uh, internet meme for being terrible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he was the... Wah-wah. Yeah, baby wah-wah. Baby wah-wah. Um, but then I, I like the misdirect here with Andy where... It's, no, that's, since then he got a job at Cornell and he, and he got to speak at a commencement and like... Oh, I can so just sit here and cry. Yeah, things, and, and like the crowd, when he goes to like the reunion thing, the crowd loves him and they're like, Nardog! Yeah. And as I mentioned earlier, he gets possibly the best quote of the show. I wish there was a way that you could know that you were in the good old days. Before before they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. 
just nails the delivery, nails the execution. It's, it's a flawless the line. Ending to that, the ending to the last episode where they're all sitting in the office and Creed is playing the guitar. Yeah, chills. Every time. It's that. It's <clears throat> Pam reading the letter from the DVD from all those years I still prior. don't know what's in that fucking letter. Everyone does, and they say they'll never tell. No, they won't. Fucking bastards. Tell, tell us. We're making a podcast. Just us. We're making a podcast. Mike, we, sure. We won't tell anybody, Michael. Mike, Michael, we don't even have that many listeners. No, we have no listeners. Like, there's almost no one listening to this. You can just tell us. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't it's know if safe. that's the best way to persuade him, <laughs> yeah. but uh, well, it's worth we're a try. We're so popular. We're so popular. We wink, wink. Yeah. yeah. No, so some other things that are perfect about this finale. Dwight, um, you this is the wedding you did have in your top ten yep. from The Office. I did, uh, indeed. The, it is the best of the series the of weddings. The bestest, bestest mensch. The bestest mensch. The Gutenpronks. Gutenpronks. Uh, shooting a fucking uh, rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. All, all those things are super sweet. Uh, reuniting Kevin and Dwight. That was uh, a good part, too. Dwight's whole... I didn't find it wasn't personal. You were just really bad at your job. It's like, oh, is that what it was? <laughs> That's all, I swear. <laughs> and he like reaches over and hugs him. Yeah. It's a good episode. It's a great, great, great finale. Yeah. All the emotional beats. But like you said, it's the Creed playing guitar while they all sit there together. Yeah. It's just And then at the end he's doing beautiful. Creed it's has simple. a little Yep, Creed has a little monologue and then bat, it pans out. And he's getting he zooms out and he's getting arrested. Yep. He's like, all right, boys, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, chef's kiss oh, okay, to the so... ending of the office. Oh, and then Pam reveals that she sold their house that Jim once bought yeah. without... Con- Jim once bought the house without consulting her. His parents' she, house. Yep. And then she goes behind <clears throat> his back and sells it to chase his dream in Austin. Yep. Okay. Now that we're done with the finale. Athlete. Athlete. I have a really serious question for you. Who is... The Scranton Strangler. Who do you, who do you think it is? I'm not in camp. It's I'm not in the Toby camp on it. Okay, I still think it might be the Creed. Creed is an interesting and likely and rational guess. My other weird one that's out there is Todd Packer. That would not surprise me. Todd Packer is my like. Oh yeah, he's a big enough dirtbag to be a serial killer. Or it could be nobody. It could be no one we know. Also, yeah. it could just be, yeah. Could be. It very well could be. But, yep, I like that. I am not part of uh, the camp that thinks Toby <clears throat> did it, though. I mean, we'll see. Well, the truth will come out. The truth Someday. will set you free. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Probably maybe not. not. But that's uh, that's some office retrospective through the seasons. Uh, any other character notes or anything you wanted to address about the office? I know we gave some Kevin Malone love. Yeah, I think we hit all the people that um, I wanted to talk about. Oh, here's, we mentioned very early on things that shows get to do when they have a short season one that benefit them. Yeah. And one that happens in the office that I think is very beneficial is it gives them time for Kelly Kapoor to have a character developed. Oh yeah, and like yeah, yeah. her. The first few times we see her, she's just like quiet. She's in tamed colors. She's just like a pa- background player. Yeah, and then we get introduced to Ga- Ka- Gabby Kelly Kapoor, mm-hmm. and we find and Ditsy, <clears throat> and basically teenage Kelly Kapoor essentially. And you're just off to the races with that character after that. Every from the second that they make that decision and roll forward. She becomes, the she goes from background, 
yeah, she goes from background to dynamic on the show. Yep. And it's awesome. And it's all just like her as a writer realizing she can take like a small little chunk of the um, – because I'm sure that's like a chunk of her personality to a degree coming out as well, a hyper-exaggerated version. It is, of, definitely. Of course. But like looking at it and being like, yeah, I can take little aspects of this and really play them up and hype them up to 11 and yep. boom, we've got a great character. She is one of the best characters, I think. She, uh, amongst the background players? Yeah. Big time. Yep, yep. But if you had to give one VIP award, one person that carries the office the harder, the hardest – who are you giving the trophy to? Because I, th- I think there's four. I think there's four main characters. If you really boil the office down, it's essentially four main characters. Dwight. Mine is also Dwight. That's Dwight. wild. Yeah. Um. I. You know, like Michael <laughs> Scott is probably the easier answer to sell people on. So the the phrase or the there's one sentence that I think boils it down to the reasoning why I think we both choose Dwight. You can always count on Dwight. Or you can always count on Rain Wilson. Always. Always. Everything he's in. The delivery of the Dwight character is just so out of left field in so many ways. Because in in any other show, that's the, the type of character Dwight is is treated as a full-scale antagonist with no exception. Yeah. And in The Office, early on, sure, he's an antagonist to... Our everyday character being Jim. Like, Dwight is obviously a bit adversarial for Jim earlier. Well, and all the way through to a scale. But... Yeah, yeah. Within a couple seasons, it's very clear that, like, no, it's not that Dwight's a bad person. He's just got this rigid code that he he's this type of person. Right. But that's a very real type of person. So there's, there's people out there that are rigid and that are all the weirdnesses and eccentricities of a Dwight... With a wonderful heart deep underneath there, and it's just played so well. the the I growth agree. The growth arc of Dwight. Uh, oh, another shout out to the finale. Him recapping everything about his life essentially after he uh, after he fires Jim and Pam so they can get their maximum oh, yeah. se- so he can get their maximum severance packages. Yep. Uh, very cute moment, by the way. Because at first, Jim doesn't get it at first. He's like, come on, Dwight, don't end it like this. He's like, no, it's the best I can do to give you your maximum severance, you know? Mm-hmm. Come on, Jim. Come Catch on. up, Jim. Come on. Come on, buddy. Yep. It's, uh, but, yeah, it's, Dwight carries, man. Dwight announces his whole path through his growth in that finale. He talks about how... Yeah. His best friend, his best friend is Pam, and his be, and his best man is is now his former protege, and like blah 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 blah. Wonderful stuff all mm-hmm. the way through. Yep, it's perfect. Perfect, better couple, Jim and Pam, or Dwight and Angela, Ryan and Kelly. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. That's no. a good one, sir. Yeah. You're, you're funny. Um, Michael and Holly. Michael and Holly is utterly adorable. And like I said, for the fact that they were able to convince me as a member of the audience That's to cheer for any love interest for Michael yeah. is outstanding writing because he's just such a tool. I wouldn't wish any woman upon him. Right. But she's just so silly and like just sees through 
all of his bullshit to the bullshit. core sweetheart goofball that he is. Yeah, and which is wonderful. good. Yep. It is. Uh, the episode in season seven where Michael's lost and they're retracing his footsteps and she's like the Michael Whisperer. <laughs> yeah. That episode gives me chills when they see each other and he's like, I miss you so much. And then they kiss. Oh, God. That's, another, part where that's another waterworks moment for me in the show. Where Dwight's in the Chinese restaurant and he's doing... He's doing all. He's trying to ask him if he's seen Michael. He does like all the finger movements and gestures. Classic. Classic. Cool. Uh, that fe- that feels like a good spot to end this first part of what now will definitely be obviously <laughs> four parter. Oh, fuck. Uh, so the beginning of our Michael Schur tribute here, the opening chapter of it, if you will. Thank you so much for tuning in to After the Laugh Track out there, folks. We appreciate that. You know. Click those buttons, the five stars, the comments, the likes, the subscribes, the follows, the what-haves-yous. You know, the buttons that bring you back to hear more of these antics. Do those things. Uh, Eric, why don't you tell them a little bit about the Autosave podcast so that they can find oh, some episodes boy. of that out there. Um, yeah, so me and my buddy, Crash, we started a podcast back in 2019. We've only done about 20-something episodes. Um we have a giant lull going right now, but we're hoping to get back into it. It's called the Autosave Podcast, where we talk about a lot of gaming news. You can catch us out on Twitter at Autosave Pod or Instagram at the Autosave Pod. Um, we also have a Discord channel that I can link on our Twitter. Hell yeah! Check we also those have out. that on uh, all of your platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everything else. All the platforms. Check that show out. Also, check out the other fun aspects of good fun media: D two B two Sports, dropping new ones every Friday. Morons of the Multiverse, our Marvel Cinematic Universe fandom podcast, dropping new episodes every Wednesday. And of course, this bad boy, After Laugh Track, that you're listening to right now, dropping new episodes every Thursday. Tune in, get hip to it, get down, get jiggy, get funky, and let's just live our lives out here. Uh, we will roll on. We'll, you'll get more Michael Schur tribute from us in the near future. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, you'll see Ryan and I doing our Ted Lasso Season 2 tribute in the near future. So keep your eyes peeled for that as well. We love you. And keep it sexy. Peace. Your fart is accenting it nicely. Yeah.